Hey, beautiful. That was fun. So today we're traveling down to Jamaica with the gorgeous Laura. Laura, welcome to the party, beautiful. Hey, what's up? Hey, hey. I'm so blessed. That was so cringe. No, I love it. So I saw Pam came across this video on YouTube about Chloe Bailey and just how she'd been crying because she expressed her sensual energy and she had been really like demonized and ripped apart for it. And I think a lot of times it's hard when someone's especially like sweet and they resonate to, oh, is this the sweet person? To realize that the sweet person has this sexy, exotic goddess inside of them. <laughs> And the beautiful Laura Laura here, she, your video that you had literally said, let black women express their sensuality and peace. Like, mic drop. Like, uh, you know, I just believe in so much because of just my personal experiences you know what I mean mm-hmm. um feeling like especially when you also I think this this is like mostly for quote unquote woke people right okay because it's a it's a conflicting position to be in when you understand how society is and you're empathetic and you know it's I mean it's also a negative thing when you're trying to people please Mm. but most of the time when you're aware of just how society perceives you it kind of like compromises how authentic you are so you know how like yeah like you know how there's this rhetoric of oh yeah like black women especially in America but just black women in general bodies we're over sexualized um we are too harsh and you know the only times that we are considered as you know even attractive especially for black women looking a certain way um we have to be shaking ass and da 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 so there's this rhetoric out there so when you do subscribe to it and you say but wait i'm trying to be a good girl trying to you know like not express that side of myself and show that I'm a, a whore or not a respectable right. woman right. Um, you know when I don't show that it's like you kind of die inside you're very just yep. bland and suppressed and it starts to affect other parts of you and then when you do it's just like a problem so right now I'm like in the middle of just like you know what stop struggling the fence do what you feel like is right mm. you know no, it does. It does. Because when I think about what I'm going here, here in Florida, I'm kind of rehabbing my health. And part of it is that I held back from who I was for so long. Do you know what I mean? And then it's the other layer here, which I, I think I should have figured this out from wearing like reading the slave narratives. But, you know, in the slave narratives, how it talks about like how the plantation owners would like always sleep. You know what I mean? Around and stuff. 
And I have to admit, I didn't fully realize the sensual essence within black women. And so the area that I live, there's a lot of like, there's no classy way to say this. So there's a lot of men. I should see your eyes right now. There's a lot of men here that are really like, they're kind of the age where they're about to die. And they're kind of throwing away these old narratives. And they've always wanted to sleep with a black woman. And they've had this hidden fetish. And they literally, like, the stuff that they say to me, the, the way they look at me, it's like I'm the most fuckable piece of chocolate to them. And they have no cooth as they're like trying to go after me. Like I had no idea sex trafficking was so high here. And it's literally like this insatiable appetite that they've been hiding for all these years. It's 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 really creepy. Yeah, I didn't even mean to take the conversation here, but it's creepy. Yeah. That's you know, that that in itself is very, very interesting. I'm very fascinated with how society is fascinated with black women's bodies and sexuality. Yeah. I'm very fascinated with that because, you know, it's like, like you're saying, how this fetish, right, this fetish is what has, this fetishing um, curiosity is what has turned this thing into being like, oh, it's your fault that mm-hmm. if you express yourself this way, it's your fault that this and that, you know? I was even watching, because I want to talk about the history of twerking. Yes, girl, take us there. <laughs> yeah, I want to, I want to like, I was thinking about doing a video, but um, just the history of twerking, and I was watching Abba and Preach, I'm not sure if you know them, but mm-hmm. um, they had this clip of women, where were they? Tanzania, twerking. Yep. Okay, so you have to understand, I'm from Ghana, alright? So, in that side of Africa, we're very reserved. Respectability. I'm not saying that there's not people who are, um, you know, like, free or whatever. Right. For the most part, society is very suppressed because of religion. Why was religion used to police women's bodies? Why? Because there's a power in us. Yes, because of religion. And there's a lot of suppression. You know, it's funny. I just, I, I have a problem with this. I just, my thoughts, I just be having random like light bulbs. No, I love but, um, it. There's a chart that came out that said statistics or something. Um, and what am I saying? Um, yeah, statistics, analytics from Pornhub that said Ghana was rated the most the country that watched porn the most and then there's like Nigeria and then which I was very surprised Mm. but a country that prides itself in Christian you have to be respectable God don't like you out here twerking none of that but be the ones who are hypocritical and seek for that because there is that suppression yeah, you know, sex energy is a very innocent energy. It's a very pure energy, and we've manipulated in a way that it's not fair. Like, if sex was a person, how would she feel in her body? That's so powerful. That is so powerful. I just, I get, like, re-energized when I have these conversations. Aren't they beautiful? Especially with people that are on the same <laughs> Yes. You know, I was just 
so excited to talk to you because I was like, yes, girl, I've been thinking about <laughs> I've been, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been wanting to get in it. I've been wanting to feel it myself. Like, yeah. you know, um, and to be on this, to have a woman who understands, like, I, I really appreciate it. So I was excited to talk to you. But yeah, um, you know, what exactly what you said, wait, what, what did you say? Um, if sex was a woman, yeah. Sex is innocent. Sex is pure innocent. And I think we forget that. But think about like little kids. They don't know that. Think what we lay on our bodies. Think about how we treat ourselves. You know what I mean? We're innocent. It's, yo, that is so powerful because I'm telling you, I'd be having these conversations in my head. Earlier this week, I was like, wait, so if I'm dirty for expressing myself and my sexuality my my friend sent me this quote that said you know in the bible it says whoever thinks that they are um dirty or something like that like how you think is or what you say or how you think is really how you feel inside sorry you're good um when it comes to like being naked, right? Being a, a nudist, because I was thinking being a nudist, mm-hmm. all of that's so controversial, all of these things. Like, but some part of the Bible said you could just, you know, be yourself. Um, and if you see it as innocent, then it's innocent. If, if, um, however people choose to see it is a reflection on them. In a nutshell, that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that is a very powerful thing because, you know, going back to the twerking thing, it's like people are just expressing themselves and, you know, moving your body. Like, you know, I think I think these people be intimidated by the way you just be flowing. Like, well, and sex and I, is a vibration. And though it's different and stuff, it is exactly what you said. It's that person's because I used to be like, oh, I'm too much. Let me shut myself down. I'm still learning how to open up. But at this point, I don't care because only we can stay alive. But their perceptions are messed up. It's their perception that I'm too much. It's their perception that I'm sensual. I'm Jasmine. Listen. 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 Uh, I love that. I love that because... You know, I had an experience with a woman. I was shooting one of my music videos last year, and I was just, you know, vibing music, you know. Oh, yeah, I saw that video, yeah. And how they were, like, on the set? Is that what you're going to say? Yes, yes. Ghost and the female, you know, the part that I left in the, I'm going to just say it since I'm on the record. Yeah, say it. The part that I left behind in the behind the scenes video was um, the fact that it was just a lot of like tension mm. and at the end of the night you know this was a, a set for white people okay mm. and I didn't mm. have to, I it was all a, a wow to me on the day of shooting because I went out I was like I want a female director I want to bring this video out in a way that's female gays blah 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 this woman comes to me at some point and says, you know, I was just, you know, like, can you tone down, like, you know, the sexiness, like, for this scene? And, you know, and I was like, 
Cause I and I have to say I have struggled with women more than I've more than men. I've definitely been hurt with women more than men. And I think toxic femininity really is lost femininity. Yo, this is. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're good. You're good. I like to see. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I'm just. I'm just being like. <laughs> Yeah. And you know, I struggle a lot with the femininity talk because I kind of feel like I always have the insecurity of like, mm, am I feminine enough? Like I've had women who, yes, would say little smirky comments like, oh, you know, you kind of have that manly thing too and this, this, that. And at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to being in touch with your energies I can tap realistically it's not a competition but right. I feel like it's more of like I'm also intimidated that you can as this manly woman still get in touch with your femininity and your feminine energy yeah and the fact that you don't have to choose like that and you can literally just be yourself yes because femininity has made it to look like you gotta have you know what I'm saying the sleek hair yeah that's not femininity like did you see my post about about Medusa yes right and so for like those on the podcast so essentially Chloe um, Bailey did this video and on it she was about you know an objectifying woman and about Medusa so I'm like there's got to be something about Medusa that I don't know and I'm like because she chose Medusa of all people and for some reason I had distanced myself away from Medusa which probably tells you right now I need to walk right on into her and so Medusa actually came from Ethiopia and she was a real woman and the snake coils those are her dreadlocks and so when Alexander, quote unquote, the great, was taken over and conquering different parts, right? He was able to make it through Kemet, but Ethiopia was never colonized. It was, I guess, occupied. I've looked more into this. It's occupied for a short amount of time, but it was the only country that was never colonized. And they were known for their African queens, who I guess, I can't pronounce it, but it was something called Candace or something was like their titles, but they were that like, you know, really 
amazing, right? And so they were known for these African queens. And so when he got into Ethiopia, he was met with these two large elephants. And this queen was sitting there on top of an elephant with her army next to her. And he couldn't conquer Ethiopia. And so what would happen? What did the Greeks do? They took Medusa, this whole Medusa thing, and they vilified her. But at the end of the day, Medusa is just energy. And if you want to go with the snake mythology, that's kind of snakes in our hairs. What's that? The Kundalini rising. And so that's literally surrounding yourself as an aura. And when you tap into this divine femininity of your own healing, you become what you're looking for. You know, and the end of Chloe's video, she's laying there next to a dead Greek statue. So I think she knew. you're like when you saw that video of her crying because for those not know she she was sensual and sexy and she got ripped apart she got reamed for being something that other women of color do all of different colors different cultures do all the time so what was it for you that was that breaking point that was like no i'm gonna stop shoot a video about this about how we should be allowed to express our sensuality because i can relate hmm though that normalize in terms of it's always a thing huh I never thought about that it is always a thing yeah I think it's always a thing regardless of who it is you know it's always yeah. a thing for Disney stars in general child stars yeah you know, just it's, it's just always I think it's something with people's perception with trying to keep children or people that they have perceived as like oh they're innocent they can't know this thing and then you start to say, express yourself in this way, like, whoa, 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 you a child. What are you doing? <laughs> I, think that, I think that people just get caught up in that perception that they have of child stars. So it's definitely a common thing. You're right. Miley Cyrus had that. So you're right. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think just with her, I was like, yo, I understand you. Like, you want to, you have you, plus, we both love Beyonce, okay? When I was, when I was little, I was like, uh, oh, oh, oh.
of like, oh, she's being too sexy. Yeah. I wonder how she did that. Yeah, I feel like we just be like, oh, that's Beyonce. Like, women can relate and be like, yeah. Right, and, yeah. You know, and I think Beyonce has transcended that kind of criticism when it comes to her sexiness. Hmm, that's something to think about. But in terms of Chloe, you know, she was younger, she got into this, and now she's saying, I want to express myself. And I think it brings up the conversation of why is it important to express your sexuality in public? Because people are saying, oh, she, she, she shouldn't have taken the route of everybody else shaking mm-hmm. ass, showing mm-hmm. skin. She, she shouldn't have, you know, taken that route. Because, oh, it's you don't always have to... Sh- what what do you think about the topic of you don't always have to show skin? I Okay. Or you don't have to express... You, you don't have to make sexual music. What do you think about that? I really want to know. So, it's so funny you said this, because I was thinking about this earlier. And if you go back to the high priestesses, right, like even like back before the Bible, you'll see that a lot of the pictures, they're covered up to their neck because the idea was that the breasts are so powerful that they have this power within them, right? And if you look at the Bible, it talks about modesty being covered. And so it's, again, a lot of stuff being put on our bodies, which is completely innocent and saying in reference to men. And I don't think, and no disrespect to like anyone in the Bible, no disrespect to these high priestesses, no disrespect to any of these religions. We've said that covering our body does that. It's not our bodies that they're after. It's the vibration. And you can't cover that up with clothes. And it gets to a point where if you get to even overdo it, you're not only suppressing it. Um, are you still there? Guys? But the vibration, it, it starts to wilt because you were given that vibration to protect you in the essence of who you are, which is why when you go to the strip club, it's not necessarily the stripper that has like the big boobs or like, you know, the perfect buy that makes the most money. It's our energy. It's to be in a woman's energy and to be a woman's energy when she's in her body is really rare. So my body personally, when I listen to the language in my body, my body doesn't know like, oh, this is the clothes x y and z she just knows oh this is really pretty and it's made of lace and it hugs your body like a dime like a goddess and it has sparkles on it it's a little see-through oh i want this on my body and so i have to find different ways to protect her in that whether it's saying it's safe to be in my body when i wear it to have to be able to generally back her up whether i say my sex appeal is my own so i'm cutting any ties that are around myself but it's our vibration it's not it's not our bodies and this language in this thing that your body was made literally made for a man to insert something into that excuse me and i'm just gonna go there our g-spots are not that easy to access with (laughs) with a penis i'm just gonna say it right because of where it's located so you can't tell me that i was not designed to experience this part of who i am as my vibration so if god made my design don't question it but that's just my thought (laughs) i love it i love it love it um you know so are you so with that being said are you for like nudism i think that's 
afford. Yeah, I think I think so. I don't even know. I think yeah, like I think if it calls to you, but then we have this other other thing too where it's like what you do the the objectification because they think it's about our bodies even though you don't. What do you do with the fact that we live in a society which gives permission that if a woman dressed this way to treat her this way. But even when I'm covered, I'm not just trying to say I'm all that. When I'm when I'm actually covered, I get worse attention. I get they're like literally can barely contain themselves around me. Um, and so I say I'm all, but, <laughs> but I think it's because it's kind of like they say with like the Pama gear, it's this like kind of thing. And I should have listened. Like I have more problems with women being attracted to me than men. It's the craziest thing. That's a whole nother podcast. Listen, no, I am loving this too much. <laughs> loving this too much I love this topic a lot like there's a lot of areas you know I was watching this video yesterday it was like this white guy that was like I just came from meditation and I think I found it I think social anxiety really is sexual repression or suppression wow and okay so wow so in, in college, I did, um, one of my majors was women and gender studies, so I read a lot of, like, feminist works and stuff, and I read Audre Lorde's erotica, I think she was talking about the power of the erotic. Yes, someone at my job had given me that book right before, yeah, yeah, and he even wrote his yeah. dissertation about that, how about going into, like, the power, and, you know, and facing I this, love this it. yes. I love it. Yes, so good. It really talks about it talks about how sex is present in every aspect of our lives. Yeah, and it's including present being in the present moment. That's a version of sex. Like, and it's so interesting that the guy made that kind of connection of like mm. social anxiety and sexual repression, like, you know, it's yeah so it was a very interesting thing to like notice just in itself but I think um in terms of Chloe like I said it's just really nice to see that she's like you know blossoming and she's inspired me she's inspired I mean look this whole connection happened because of her (laughs) listen okay listen Mm-hmm. It's only when we have, and I'm all for 
you know, being able to embrace your sexuality as well as other aspects of you, your duality as well. I'm off on mental health, you know, getting in touch with yourself, spirituality, all of that. And I think, you know, you can't just focus on one thing. So I, for her to come out and say, hey, like, this is me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm Beyonce, I'm the next Beyonce, I'm here, I'm, you know, I'm here. This is how I express myself. And I feel her. I feel her so much because when you're dancing and you're really, really, like, dancing is also one thing. That's, like, another seduction in itself and energy in itself. But you know, she, you're a performer and she's almost mastered or damn near mastered making music being a producer she is an instrumentalist vocalist um all of those things including being a sexual being and her showing all of those aspects i think is really you know it's important honestly it's very important you know yeah, sometimes yeah. I say, like, sexuality is for men, but sensuality is, like, necessarily for a woman. And you know that feeling when you completely let go? Like, when you just completely let go of whatever you're doing? That's all that happened. All baby girl did was completely let go. And we have to realize that there are some people that when they're completely let go, they're getting beaten by, they're like, they're getting beaten by a stick. No, but it's like literally though, it's like that feeling of letting go and not to get too depressed, but I was talking with my mom and, you know, it was raised super conservative and she was just, I don't know if she has or not, but she was just like, you know, like you did all the stuff, you covered your body, did all that stuff and you were raped anyway. And she was really like, I think struggling with, you know what I mean? That because of how much she loves me. And I said, you know, mom, in those moments where I'm just myself and when I just dance, I said, my sickness goes completely away and it just melts away those moments when I'm just like on my pole and I just let go and I just be. And my mom's like, I'm so proud of you. You know what I mean? I just, I love it. What do you think it's, um, the connection between, you know, because I've had this thing with my brother saying, I don't understand. Like, he went from being like, I'm going to follow you on Instagram because I'm just seeing selfies of your ass or blah, blah, blah. You know, you have to understand there's a lot of, making women naked girls on Instagram. I don't want that to be your legacy. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, and then, yeah. And then my, my, my friend is like, well, there's, also tell him there's a lot of people with clothes on, on Instagram. And like, just, like, she's like, you know, and, and he's just saying all these things. And I'm like, yo, when you go through, so I guess my question is, when you, when you go through sexual trauma, um, there is that need and the feel, especially when you're going through the healing process, um, to get to be fully con- in control of your sexuality, your just yourself in general, um, and to regain that power. So what do you think it's... The, he said he doesn't understand, but what do you think as someone that understands because you've been through that, um, is the connection between 
um, uh, like directly embracing your sexuality, being visible with it, and um, healing. Like, what do you think is the connection between that? Oh, dang, this is the deep question. <laughs> Repeat that again. <laughs> Please. Like, what's the connection between, you know, being present in your sexuality and right. having that be visible and not be hidden and not being ashamed of being a sexual being and, you know, seen as that? Because I expressed earlier that for, mm-hmm. even for me personally, I'm going through the pressures of being from an African country that expects women to be respectable, mm-hmm. not shaking ass, none of that stuff. It's not no damn near posing naked. I posted a picture naked. It was done artistically. My dad was commenting shame. Okay? Mm-hmm. And when things happened to me, at some point it was like, your fault. It's your fault. You know? So how do you go from a thing that's to feel like it's disgusting, it's your fault. Um, understanding it, you know, just in a bad way to saying, hey, like, no, this is not, this is part of me, so let me accept this. Like, how was that in connection with directly walking into it? To yeah. Feel, well, know, uh, no, no, no. This makes so there's kind of like, well, kind of deep layers to this. Let me see how I can make this as concise as possible. So I did, and I will say this, I did have to turn my, I didn't have to, I chose to turn my Facebook from public to private, which was a big deal for me because I always thought if something happened to me, there would be a trail of what I went through for someone in their journey to kind of find. Um, But I had a conversation with my aunt and uncle and they just like were just super worried. Like, what if someone finds this? Da-da-da-da. Especially when I shared about being raped and they were like, no. Now, I've shared about it off, you know, publicly off as well. But I did that for them. However, I had a conversation with two of my brothers when I started to post like my boudoir pictures and I did that because I was shooting boudoir at the time and with my ex-personal trainer mindset I'm not going to ask someone else to do something I haven't done myself so I started sharing these pictures to meet sensuality especially the way like because you're seeing everything but then you're not seeing anything everything and then a lot of times in the description it's like who I am underneath which is why I think you see these bikini photos and stuff um, but I definitely I, I do get it and I feel bad because I've had people come to me and I don't talk a lot about like how I get attacked for what I do and I do um so that does happen but for me I think it's I'm my truth and I can only wear it but it's also with me I was more hurt for my energy like by like what woman would like do to me or in terms of how they would like they would take advantage or be completely inappropriate with me and so it was healing for me to be in a situation where I had a boss who I think was also attracted to women but she instead of like being well first I had a boss who was attracted to women and she was inappropriate and I felt like I couldn't go to human resources and it was really scary you know I didn't feel like my life was in danger but it felt humiliating to me and um, someone gave me the advice to say, well, say it's safe to be in your body because you're actually safe in that situation. And then I had a boss who was attracted to a woman and she was so nice and professional with me. So it's me being like, oh, it's not me 
that you're hurting. It's the fact that you can see me in my power and not hurt me, which is a really sad thing to say. And I wish I had something more positive to say, but it was the fact that someone could see me as me and not hurt me is what kind of bought me that, which is why I think a lot of people do find healing and being a dominatrix or possibly webcam work because it's this innocent, sensual part of ourselves that literally needs to breathe because she is you. She is literally the life force of your body. If air is a breath of God, water is the yoni of the goddesses. And so it's nothing that we should ever be ashamed to be. You know, my brothers were like, no, this is you, be you. So NDRE said it, you know, she's like, speak your truth. She's like, my grandma might not like it. My grandpa might not like it. But like, never go to bed without speaking your truth. Oh, Lord. I love it. I love it. I love it. I think it's, um, I don't know. I'm just learning a lot, you know, and. Okay, so that's the other question of why do you think um, women themselves, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of um, the time, a, a lot of a lot of times we have feelings or judgment towards other people and the things that they do, right? Right. So, like for me, when Walk came out, right. I was like. Wait, really? Yes. I was like, why is it just so explicit? And I have a friend who feels the same way. And the same friend who told me to tone down the sexiness. So, like, why is this so explicit and this, this, that? And at the same time, I was like, no, like, why really? Why am I mad again? Like, why am I really mad again, right? Yeah. I have to really just process it and understand that it was because it was a shadow trait that I wasn't Mm, comfortable mm -hmm. enough. Yeah. That I was struggling with being repressed and I wasn't comfortable enough to be like, yeah, wet ass pussy, you know? And I think it's it's also important to um, visually show the representation of different kinds of sexual expression. Because yes. I think there's also an aspect to it where I do really enjoy listening to sexual music that is quote unquote tastefully done. I don't want to use that word. But no, but I mean, there's a difference. I, I'm like old in spirit. So like Luther Vandross yes. versus something else. But like, I'm like, I'm super old. I just look young, but I'm like an ancient person. Yes. I, same, same. I'm like an also like, I'm like, yo, let's just, you know, I need to hear something that is going to like take me there. But I'm, I'm yeah. looking on. I'm like, whoa, something that's like, alright, let's jump the waterfall, let's dip in, like, you know, something that's gonna give me a little bit of, oh, we playing with the risque, like, we playing with something hot, you know? It's not like, 
I'm putting my hand on the stove. I'm just, you know, I'm over here just feeling the heat. I think what it's like, because I love, I love, I just absolutely love WAP, but I don't really, like, calm the air in my body a pussy, but, like, I love, like, you know what I mean? Like, she don't meow, but anyway, I just respect what other people, like, have of their things. <laughs> but, like, it's that whole, like, and maybe this is goes with the healing question, too. It's like, oh, you can see it, but you can't get it this time. You're seeing it, but you can't get it. So I love that, like, playful, seductive, exotic like you see it but you can't get it and they say sex only unlocks two chakras anyway so we get to be in all of our chakras and all the midterm points within our body every single day listen and I love it and honestly it's like I said it was me having to understand I was projecting you know I didn't feel comfortable in my sexuality and that but I wanted to be, or I want to be that comfortable. Mm-hmm. It's just that also maybe, you know, like I said, with the different representations of sexual expression, I think right now it's kind of like, you know, the hip-hop thing is like the top. Well, I love listening to people like Sabrina, Claudio, like oh, FK yeah. Twigs. I'm not, I'm not sure if you know FK Twigs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mm. Sorry, so not to interject So the fact that you say that So like, the religion I used to belong to is super conservative, right? So in Australia Had an anti-African descent law Until like the 1980s Or what not, late 1980s Dr. Ben Carson wrote about in his book because the law had just been eliminated right before he went down there. So if you're an African descent, you couldn't you couldn't go to Australia, which is interesting because the Aborigines <laughs> are very chocolate toned. <laughs> you know, the native Aborigines are very chocolate toned. And so the story was these people came from this group where they came up to um, Livonia, which is one of like at the time the one of the whitest cities I think in America right living in Michigan and so they asked where were the black people you know shaking their asses because that's all they saw on TV they didn't know like that was an inappropriate question so to your point we do have to kind of be mindful of stuff (laughs) yeah no 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 no. I'm not saying be mindful of it I'm more so saying like there's some women who are not very direct like saying what ass pussy they're not yeah. very comfortable with saying that for some women who yeah. resonate with John Jackson saying baby <laughs> So why do we have to go flip it from being strong this way to strong that way? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, yes. good point. Yes. Not saying, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but Megan Thee Stallion deliberately said um, that she wanted to be like Trick Daddy, like a 
like a pimp, but a female pimp. So right. she basically kept the same energy and, and just we flipped it. it. And, you know? And Dang. It brings up the conversation of can we really have a sexual expression without keeping the male gaze and, you know, and I don't, I don't think we can. No, you can. Because um, going back to my, well, I think we can. Because when we going back to my Instagram pictures, right? When I post a picture in the wrong vibration, I'll get more inappropriate got quotes from guys. When I post the picture in this other vibration, I get little to no, like, comments. And I used to get comments like, hey, I want to be your slave. Hey, can I eat your pussy? Like, I would get, like, comments and stuff like that, like, stuff. But when I post it and I'm, like, in a vibration that's healed enough, I almost never get those comments, even though I have guys that follow me. It's more like, oh, my goodness, you're so beautiful. Like, yeah, I'll get some few fire signs. But it's actually, for the most part, as long as I hold my vibration, that vibration will actually protect you. But it's hard to... I love that. Yeah, it's very... It's, it's, it's just an interesting thing I've noticed. I love it. Yes. Uh, I'm just so excited. I'm just so excited to have met you and, you know, to see you doing your thing because it's very inspirational for me. Like, I don't think people are talking about this side of femininity and, you know... Um, healing in itself and I, I want to get more into it actually so it's, it's very nice that I attracted that energy somehow girl listen I feel like I feel woke to me now the question you asked me I'm like this is a reverse interview <laughs> really yes uh, girl I'm like oh wait I'm gonna have to like I don't know pull dance this out and be like dang she took me there <laughs> she did but I need to join her before she did this you're amazing you are amazing yeah I I be thinking girl I be thinking like way too deep no I love it it's it's I I love this it's like yeah it's rare to get this but I love this because I hear the lawnmower coming up. So I know you're in Jamaica, right? How did you get the courage to move like that? Ooh, how did I get the courage? Yeah, um, to make that I jump. Yes. Um, yeah, so last year, like December, I was in my apartment, very depressed, you know. I was just like, yo, I've always wanted to go on an island and just like just do this because 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like I always wanted more of those experiences. And I was supposed to go to Barbados. That didn't work. And somehow Jamaica just came in here, just, you know, was like presented the opportunity. My friend was like, I have a, I have family there. They can, you know, help you around and stuff. I was like, all right, say, say no more. What? I literally, this is like a movie, like, oh <laughs> you know, like, leaving my apartment, my nice, cozy apartment, comfortable in it, but I was like, yo, I told myself when I moved to Buffalo, I will be out of here in two years. Right. And, you know, the pandemic happened, but I kid you not, every time that I say I'm going to do something, it always somehow and Never I so it, like I just I was like you know what like I really have to just detach myself from this apartment yeah and just do it because I've met so many people in all the places that I go that are just because they haven't seen anything else their minds are very limited to what they can do and oh, the courage yeah they can take so No, but the fact that you did it, I don't think you realize, like, that's such a huge thing to do. Yeah, and, excuse me, a lot of people are like, how did you even fund this? You know, listen, like, I have my ways when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just know I ain't fucking for it, but even if I was. Hey, even if you were, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like it's all about knowing what you want. And once you know what you want, everything really just falls into place. Because if you want something, you're going to do everything possible to make it happen. And that's one thing about me that I always, that I know, that I do. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. if I feel like I want something, I got to go get it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm going to be out of here from in Buffalo. I'm going to go to the tropics. And I just got to it sounds that simple, but it actually was not. But. No, I trust me. I've done. I've, I've moved in short time span, so I get it. It's kind of like hell wheels, but I get it. It's like you jump. Everything was just aligned. Like wow. my apartment was a month to month lease, so I only had to get Blessed. like a month notice, did, yeah. which was a blessing. Um, I had a part time. I, I didn't have a job, but I was working cooking that's what I was doing I was cooking African food and that was you know for some reason African food was like trending earlier this year because of the TikTok challenge (laughs) yeah people I'm telling you like wow you you hustled I love it you used your feminine energy uh, magic yes girl I see you listen I'm telling you oh I'm so proud of you Yes, you know, and I was cooking. I love cooking for people. I love just like it's very intimate. It's very artistic. I I think personally, and it just uh, it just makes people you know feel warm, and I love it. So that's what I was doing: cooking and selling earrings, and then um, I saved up, sold all some of my stuff. Some some of it I couldn't sell, and I was just like. Let's go. And I basically came to Jamaica, spent six months now. 
Wow. I can't believe it. Oh my God, it's been six You need to write a book about this. What? It's been six months. And I came here because I was like, you have to go back to Ghana, of course, you know, but I, I'm a person that I just want to experience different people. I want to experience different things, different Me cultures. Too. Yeah. Be very, you know, that's just who I am as a person. I grew up in L.A., princess never thought about that but princess seems like it has even more options biggest lesson you learned I won't take a ton of time but what is your biggest lesson that you learned Bad people, but 
you know, just doing them and I don't mess with that. So, right. yeah, like, yeah, so, and I think the biggest, another big lesson is also just boundaries. Oh, that's the one to say for the word. Boundaries, because when I first was mosquitoes somewhere around here, when I first came here, I was... You know, the thing is, I'm a very nice person, right? Very welcoming. I love to make people feel comfortable. So a lot of people are like, Rasta, come here. Rasta, come here. Oh, you're Rasta, Rasta, Rasta. Like, I'm like a celebrity. I was also making skit videos with, like, a local videographer. Mm-hmm. And so people knew me in the area just as I came. Oh, like, wow. Being introduced as this African girl and... Oh, like everybody wanted to know me and things like that and it was just like became exhausting and I was that's like that's a lot on your ashe I came to one of the reasons I also came to Jamaica was just I've always had a you know I don't know my friends say like my tribe is Jamaicans yeah I guess so when you, when you said the men are different in Jamaica I was like totally forgot almost brought up podcast I was like girl what are the men like in Jamaica <laughs> Affirmation's not not a bad thing. like a peace glow to you. Really? Yeah. I think Canada had a 
Yeah, you do. I've been getting a lot of just like, yeah, you got this thing. Listen, I I owe it all to the people. I've learned a lot, okay? And also the men. Speaking of boundaries, okay, because the culture is very sexual. Really? Yes. Yeah. And the music, you know, mikaki this, your pum pum this. But on the other flip side, they're just very limited when it comes to sexual expression, you know, homophobic and whatnot. Mm. But, um, but it's very sexual. And yeah. sometimes you have men, you have men be like, oh yeah, come here, let me talk. I can't have your number. Can I have a kiss? Wait, what? Oh, you can Yeah. Oh, you got a man? Where is he? He's not here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, why do people say, yes, I'll just be quiet. Yeah. Can I go get your number? Like, oh, what? Yeah, I want to suck on your nipple. Them, da, da, da. Okay, that's... Wait, what? what? Somebody said that to you? Yeah, you want to suck on your nipple. Ugh. Listen, okay? I kid you not. And what? I just ignore them, and I keep going. You know, and... It's even helping me grab, like, grip my head around the fact that, hey, like, you might as well just dress how you want to dress because they don't have a comment regardless. And they have comments. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, yeah they literally they do have, have it regardless. It, there's nothing. Regardless. There's regard, and, I, and I get that people are trying to protect me when I was younger, but it happens regardless. So I may as well wear the heels I want to wear while it's happening. So you, you still have to. You being yourself and your true self. Yes. And, you know, I was like, wow, suck, suck on my nipples. Okay. And then I had men, listen, they say chicken guys don't eat pussy, they're lying. What, are you serious? They are lying. Oh, they, my gosh. And, and it's not because I've had so many experiences that I would know. But they don't do it. They just say it. They just talk about it, and they don't. So it's like a talk, 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 like their sexual, like, freedom, but then they're not actually as free. Yes. Ooh, that's different. Yes, it's a complex thing. Yeah, so it's kind of like a cock-blocking thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, to them, oh, yeah, I got my dick, stick it in, that's it. Oh, my gosh. foreplay okay wow okay so yeah so that's that definitely that's a sign of a lot of healing that has to be done and i can see that in different places but it's because the women are complacent as well i'm not saying all the women because some of them do it some of them some of them be licking some of them eat pussy okay yeah. Eat meows. They eat meows. <laughs> they eat meows. <laughs> but, like, but for the they most part, the culture is very, the culture is very anti-oral and all of that. So that in itself is very interesting. Um, That's interesting. You know? Huh. That's, oh my gosh. That's, oh my gosh. Okay, we could go on for days. But so where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? Um, y'all 
y'all can connect with me on Instagram at N-S-L-A-U-R-A-L-O-R-A, Miss Laura Laura. And also my YouTube, just type Laura Laura, L-A-U-R-A-L-O-R-A. So those are my YouTube, well, yeah, my links. So my YouTube and my Instagram. Hit me up. Let me know if you want to talk or, you know, just come chill with me. Well, thank you for being so like you and so open. I know we went, we girl, we did some deep corner stuff, and and I hope, and for the record, I hope anyone didn't scare anyone. I was talking about my experience with a like woman. Like everyone's different, so everyone's a person. You know what I mean? Like not everyone has the same experience, but I hope there's something in what we shared today that can maybe just help you gentler look at someone else's experience a different way. You know, and I always ask people, so if your body is lingerie, what does what look what lingerie collection would you be? And how does it feel for you as a woman to be in your body? If my body's lingerie. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What do you mean what collection? So like mine is bondage. Because I wanna see oh. just- <laughs> That's very yeah. sensual, very beautiful, very elegant, romantic, sexy. I mean, sure, you can make any different way. Yes, I love the I love the bondage stuff too. But you know, I think I think I, I I'm more of a mixture. Um, it would be a very interesting just supposed to have like a bondage, like you know, one of those chokers. With like a sheer outfit. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that would be really pretty, actually. Yeah, but um, what does it feel to be in my body? Mm-hmm. Like when you let that power unleash, what does that feel like? It feels like a safe space. It feels very spiritual. It feels like I can have everything in the world that I want. Um, it feels innocent. Mm. It feels very free and, and almost childlike, you know. Yes. Um, like like we talked about earlier. Um, yes. I love I love the gems that you dropped on us. This. <laughs> I love the gems you wrote, girl. We made a recipe today. <laughs> That's what we made. We made a recipe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's so That's funny awesome. because I was thinking, like, so why did God create sex if it was so bad? Like, why you create things that so bad? And then put it on one and, person to wear. Yes. Yeah. So, but you know what? I was flipping my my perspective around and saying, you know, maybe it's not true. Like, maybe God really was like, wow, sex is really beautiful until Adam and Eve realized that, hey, 
you know, until maybe they started feeling some type of way about it. I think they were already having sex. That's just, you know, my, my curious, imaginative theory. Oh, girl, I have so I have something I can talk to you about, but I cannot talk about talking about the podcast. I don't think I'm ready for it to be seen at okay, that level. Okay. It goes deep, <laughs> but yeah, you're onto something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's what I feel like being in your body is. It's just not judging and feeling free, feeling childlike. Um, yeah, I just own it, own it, own it. Own it! On that note, loves, thank you for listening to the podcast. When you walk out today, I want you to own yourself in the way you walk, you talk, you move in your hips, and you own yourself as the goddess that you are. You will activate the woman around you, yes, but more importantly, you will activate who you are inside of you, and that woman deserves to be seen. So if this resonates with you, please leave a review. more people leave a review, the more champagne glasses we're going to change around the world. Love you. Yeah.